You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the Word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to His Word in Jesus' name. As we lift up the name Jesus in the world, in praise, in prayers, we anchor on that promise from Him, which says, And I, and I, if I'm lifted up, I draw men to myself. And anyone that is drawn to him is filled with wisdom of heart to function, to be saved, to be relevant, and a blessing to the house of God and your family and the nation. Where we belong. As you listen to this word, may your lifting begin in Jesus' name. May be seated. There is a lifting. There is a lifting. There is a promise for our lifting. It is God's will for you and I to be lifted. It is God's promise for somebody in the house and those listening to the sound of my voice to be lifted from the shackles and the level where you are. It is his will for our lifting. If you believe that, let your amen echo. Job chapter 22. Biblical steps and conditions for lifting. Job 22, verse 22. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacle. Because thou shalt be built up. Verse 29. Then you become eligible that when men are cast down, then thou shalt say, there is lifting up. And read the last line with me, one to go. And he shall save the humble person. The lifting up goes 
with salvation. Your salvation goes with lifting up. Because righteousness does not breed poverty. Righteousness is not the reason for poverty. Righteousness is the reason for lifting spiritually, physically, psychologically in every aspect of life. Child of God, listen to conditions for godly lifting. Number one, you must return back to him. Number two, willingness and obedience in your heart. Number three, reverential heart to God. Reverential heart, expressing reverential heart. I go back again. You must return back to God, number one. Two, willingness and obedience in your heart. Number three, expressing reverential heart, which means to stand in awe of who God is. It's not the kind of reverential or fear or trembling or torment. No. Expressing who God truly is. If I take on number one, God asks us to return. He demands from you. He demands from you as a boy, as a girl, to return. My God. That's why in Job 22, Verse 23, Job 22, verse 23. If thou shalt return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Then you shall of a necessity put away iniquity from your tabernacle. From the tabernacle of your dwelling, but essentially from the tabernacle of your person. For what kills and destroys a man is not actually and really in the, on the outside, but from the inside. That's why the Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth doeth speak. If thou shalt return to the Almighty. Child of God, it's interesting for you to know that everything about life, health, World requires to be built. But if you return to the Almighty, that shall be built up. How long will you stay away from him? How long shall we allow ourselves to live in rebellion? Disobedience? How long Shall we allow ourselves to live a life of robbery and uh, developing the actual characteristics of a cheat? 
How long are we going to dwell in the alcohol? How long shall we dwell in the homosexuality and lesbian and dwell in adultery and the fornication? How long are we going to dwell in this rotten thing? For when I was young, I spoke like I say, young person, but I'm old. How long are you going to dwell in that? And so God said, if you return, you'll be built up. Are you not amazed that the reason why you run to the hospitals for your health will be built? Are you not amazed? The reason why you run to the school is for your intelligence to be built. That everything about life requires building. Are you not amazed that you see a Okumali Krandasara Bashaya, you see a rough place and a forest, and somebody go there to build? Build a house. Are you not amazed? That you see a gigantic ship that sails on the on the water, on the sea, with a table tennis court, with several dining and restaurants, with library, with field, with a place for relaxation. Are you not amazed that some people and somebody initiated it, carved it, and built it? Child of God, sometimes some people say, if I get married so that I settle down and become responsible. To be responsible is to develop the attitude of building. Say, preacher, what are you talking? Are you not shocked that nobody just jumps into doing a thing without somebody instructing him? The moment and the time of being instructed is called being built. Hmm? And God said, if you return unto me, you will be built. Because every segment of life requires building. You have wandered enough. You have lived that playboy life enough. You have depended on girls and ladies enough. Didn't you see that some men, some Nigerians, with their high-tech evil mind, which is convertible, Holy Spirit, I need help now. With their high-tech mind, which is also convertible to good, evil, high-tech, is also convertible to solid, good tech. I'm using kingdom grammar, you know that? Are you not surprised that they were able to organize themselves and play down the intelligence of Oyibo only for 40 something million dollars 
but there were 80. 80 people with 40 something million. Are you not shocked that one single individual that applied the kingdom tech in the good manner held Americans for one billion dollar <laughs> salary for the whole Nigeria? One person. In Dr. Engineer Wabeze. Are you not shocked? Are you not shocked? That everything about life is centered on building. But he said, if you return to me, I have come in the torrent and by the power of the most high God and under the anointing that is in existence in this house to declare to the devil every satanic chain of deceit that has held you bound by reason of ignorance. I cause it to be broken. I cause it to be broken. I cause it to be broken. Every project about your life is built. Your health be built. Your business is built. <laughs> your marriage also requires building. Academically education, you require building. Houses are built. Contacts and connections are built. Somebody say, build me, O Lord. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Say, my father. Come on, be angry at this woman. Say, my father. By reason of the word now, I have heard everything about life. Everything about life. Everything about me requires building. From today, I surrender my entire being and my family to be built, to be built, to be built. Shout yes. Sit down. Thank you. God's absolute willingness is necessary for us to know that God absolutely is willing to welcome us back to himself. You see how? He invites us, all mankind, for high, rewarding, reasoning conversation. Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Invites all human beings, all mankind, for reasoning conversation. Come now. Let us reason together. This is God speaking. Say the Lord. Read with me. Want to go. Though 
your sins be as what? Scarlet. There shall be. Come on. Let's go back. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Want to go. Come. Let us reason together. Say the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Come, let's reason. Because you know, you know, what the devil is going to tell somebody is that, what are you reasoning? Can God accept me? Can he ever, can he ever accept me? Can he give me a second chance? As dirty as I look, can he ever welcome me with God? He said, come. My hand has been soaked in blood. I've acted so wrong. I've done several things so wrong and so dirty. I'm just not sure God will ever listen to me again. I live so awkward a life. He said, come. Even if you are seeing it's as dark. Come. If it has red, come. Let's reason. Let's reason. And this reasoning is backed up with great promises. Watch that. Take example from the Trump triumph. Triumph of David's return. Triumph of David's return. Psalm 51. Look that. David's return. Psalm 51 verse 9. Look at how David returned to God. A man full of blood in his battlefield. He said, God, a man who succeeded in taking away somebody's, somebody's wife and sent the man to the hottest side of battlefield and he was killed. David? David? I mean, you can't believe that. But look at how David made his return back to God. He said, hide thy face, O God, from my sins. Blot out my iniquity, Father. And verse number 10, please, if you don't mind, create in me now a clear heart, O God. And do what? Renew a right spirit within me because that spirit that leads you to immorality is not right. That spirit that keeps you busy on telephone only but for gossip is not right. That spirit that makes you as a girl to market your souls all covered in the name of grace is not right. Is not right. Renew a right spirit within me, Father. That what may happen in verse number 11. Go ahead, verse number 11. 
cast me not away from you. Father, take not the Holy Spirit away from me. Cause me not away from thy presence, O Lord. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. Take not that Holy Spirit from me. And I have seen men and women give ten, ten assuredly with all the wholeheartedly and kindness. But when I heard a young man who said that I was lost, but now, now, now I return. I checked in the showroom. I priced it in the market. It has no worth. The worth, the worth is much more than money can buy. My father. Can you read verse 13? Verse over 13. Let's, read, let's read verse 13 celebratively. Let's celebrate. Then what will happen? You know what? You must come out from the camp you are in order to influence the people in that camp. You must detach yourself from that life before you can influence people that are living in the same life as you had lived. That's why he said, when these things are done, you restore unto me joy of salvation. God, I will teach transgressors not to do that thing that I did because I knew how it was. God, then sinners will be converted. You cannot convert anybody where you and him be for the same trenchy. Cause me not away from thy presence, oh my God. And take not the Holy Spirit from me. Rest on to me. The joy of, of thy, thy salvation. salvation. 
what comes with it? Willingness and obedience. Next. That's B. I treat them number A. The A. Return unto the Lord. B. Willingness and obedience. Your obedience to the call, as you hear it now, is what makes you an eligible person for the profit of the earth. Because the profit of the earth is for all. Yes, it's true. Ecclesiastes chapter number 5 and verse number 9. The profit of the earth is for everyone. Correct. Perfect. Quotation. In prayer. When you are fasting, when you are praying, when you are rebuking, when you are possessing, when you are collecting, you tell God, for the, you have said in your word that the profit, moreover, the profit of the earth is for all. Correct. Yet, only if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119. Isaiah 119. If you be willing and obedient. That is to say, the profit of the earth is for all is good. But conditionally, if you be willing and obedient, what will happen? We shall eat the good of the land. Hey, less than devil. Listen, satanic influence that hoovers in the heart of men. I'm speaking this prayer for those of you at the restoration land, a graceland right there at Lakey and at Judd Church, young but triumphant church. I'm speaking this moment, coming under the power of the Most High God to address that hovering demonic agenda in the, from the pit of hell that blocks the heart of people and seasoned and locked their, their ears. No! No! No way! Under the shout of an amen by the power in the blood of Jesus Christ, we are free! Son shall set me, you, us, all of us free. We shall be free indeed. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Lift your hand while you are sitting. Say, Father, the earth is full of profit. It belongs to all. But those who are willing and obedient are the only eligible ones to take it over. Today, in the name of Jesus, I surrender. I want to hear you say, I surrender. All in the name of Jesus. Now, child of God, listen to me. Do not ignore this. You don't ignore or refuse this heavenly invitation. Don't these things, you have heard this servant of God preach. Do not ignore it. Real, don't ignore it. Because tomorrow might be late. Do you know 
They saw the church, Restoration Land. You know, I, I still maintain the office there, you know that. One of the two people that work, as a matter of fact, I met them occupying somewhere before, while I was negotiating for that line in 1992. Actually, in 1978, sorry. 1978. I made them. Though they are Muslims, well, I have just developed a kind of likeness. And they do quite a lot of work for us. Anywhere in the house, in the church. Correct? They do. But right there in the afternoon yesterday, I was just told that he slumped while walking. One of them slumped. And the Russians somewhere gave him, they said they gave him the milk and water and things like that for him to regain some strength. And, and he did it for a while and said that he wants to rest. So they took him and gave him a seat where he sat resting. He never woke up again. I'm going to talk to you today, and I'm going to refer to one Muslim man. <laughs> he said one word. When he saw how I believed and trusted a man that came, he was the chairman of the land grabbers. He saw how a man came after we had done all the payment. He said he's going to bring the whatever, 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 but the church gave him a check. He said, Bishop, you made a mistake. I said, I know. You shouldn't have let him go without giving you receipt. Thank God for, thank God for the evidence that came from the bank. But he said, you know what? He said, I'm a Muslim. He said, but we Muslims, we live our life today as if there is no tomorrow. How do we say it in the Christian world? Tomorrow might be late. We live our life as if there is no tomorrow. Just in case the devil wants to ask you to postpone your salvation. The man came after breakfast and everything and was walking and producing something but suddenly could not stand again. That was the end. Don't reject. Do not neglect this word you are hearing today. It could be destructive. Isaiah 1 and verse number 20. Isaiah 1 and verse number 20. But if you do what? Refuse and rebel. You shall be devoured. With what? No, 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 no. You didn't say. You shall be decorated with, with powder. In fact, you will receive a makeover. 
What is it in the Bible for you? What did the Bible say? Somebody must be bold enough to shout it. Shout it, everybody here. What? Devoured with a sword. What, th- what made you think it will happen? Read one more step. For the mouth of the Lord had spoken. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Every word you heard me speak, every word you have heard me preach, every word you have heard me declare, are not just born out of intelligence or academic executive and their expansion and understanding. No. Not manipulative, so I'm proud and guard the audacity to declare if you refuse and stay a rebellious person, devouring sword that comes in diverse ways because the mouth of the Lord had spoken. But if you return, there is a lifting up. Have I told you this story? I'm going to mention his name for reference in case you have forgotten. My encounter with the family of Sonny Ayamotako and the wife. Grudgingly, they came to church. Grudgingly. They come to church because their mother-in-law after watching my program, said, this is where you should go. And he said, no. Mm. I attend one big church. And true, true. But the woman said, this one, this one I preach now on the television. For those of you that listen to this servant of God, we are still on the LTV every five 30 p.m. every Sunday, every Sunday, every week. Don't miss it. Also in GoTV, fish it out. You will be blessed tremendously, I guarantee you. And the woman said, this is where I want you to go. Sonny and the wife refused. So the woman now told them, if you don't take me to that church, if you don't go to that church, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. They thought the woman was joking. She gathered her luggage, dressed the time of service, and was waiting, said, take me to, take me to Kennedy Chuku. Say, Mama, why? He said, because you people say you will not go to this place. I don't want to go anywhere, but take me. I want to go back home. Grudgingly, so they came. But the world! The word that came fresh from his throne hit him. The following time, he came for my counseling with a wife. And I met one of the strongest moments in counseling I had never met. He said, preacher, what happened? This husband and wife sat me down and said to me, will you pastor a problem child. He came for counseling. 
And now I'm under interview. Sat quiet. Will you pastor a poor person? When I heard poor person, that one struck my heart. I was still listening. Even imagining this man knew the fear. He said, because I know that preachers like those who support them financially. I said in my heart, that's, that's not correct. That's correct. What are you talking? Microphone costs money. Sound system costs money. I was saying in my heart, what are you talking? And he gave me the last one. Will you pastor liability? Will you be a pastor of a person that has nothing? Whew. I put my head down. Put my head down. For a few seconds, the Spirit of God put a word in my mouth. And I lifted up my head. I said to this couple, yes. And I'm still saying to somebody, yes. I said, I will pass to a problem child. I will pass to somebody with a liability. I will be the pastor of a poor person. I am going to come down to the level of the pit of shame and reproach and dishonor, setback, stagnation, where you are. I will come down to that level, but I am not going to live there with you. I will give you my hand of faith and I will take you out. And the wife, we're the first family to bring a tithe. 1.3 million. The man that was a liability. The man that was a, a poor person. The man that had become so wretched and stagnated that was in the pit of shame. There came a time the power of God grant him some creative ideas and understanding of heart that he was lifted from that level of shackles of shame and reproach and transferred. I have the audacity, therefore. I have the spiritual tenacity, therefore, to speak to somebody listening to the sound of my voice to tell you, my God is not afraid of the level where you are. My God is not afraid of your setback and frustration. My God is not afraid of the defeat and disappointment you experience. My God is not afraid of your ill health. My God will heal. My God will deliver. My God will set free. My God will lift you.
pray you have been blessed by the Word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.